Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Photog Adventures podcast. I'm Aaron King, and you're listening to the photography podcast dedicated to getting you out there on an adventure of your own. I know that all of you have full-time jobs, full-time families, but you bought that camera for a reason. So pack your gear, grab your camera, get out there, get a flat tire. It's time for a Photog Adventure of your own. It's episode bonus, and today, (laughs) finally, oh my gosh, finally, the 2020 Photog Adventures workshops are finally up for sale. So if you guys are interested whatsoever in a Milky Way workshop or an adventure workshop out in Faroe Islands, then now's the time to register. And I should say this, for those of you listening to the podcast right now, it's only been a minute in. Before I go any further, if you had any interest in joining me during the Nightscaper conference for the North Rim, there's one spot left. After letting people know about it last night and other people who had contacted me directly over the last few weeks and alumni, I have actually sold out all seven of the eight spots. Or no, all nine of the ten spots. So I only have one more spot left for North Rim. There's only two spots out of four for Escalante. So Escalante, man, that's going to be a fun, intimate, small workshop. Only four people. We have two spots left for that one, as well as only three spots left for the Crater Lake and Oregon Coast Milky Way Workshop. So if you were thinking, man, during the Night Skipper Conference, I want to go out with him and North Rim sounds interesting, you better do it right now. It's most likely already taken. If you wanted to go to Escalante, he has two spots left. Get them now while you can and Crater Lake. So just don't listen to the rest of this podcast. Check out the, con- check out the workshops at workshops.photogadventures.com. You can click on the link down below in these notes. Go there from your phone. Go there from your computer right there at work. And quickly go check out those and register for one of those three before they're gone. But now let's get into all of the workshops. I'm going to go through where to find them, how to get to them, how to navigate the website a little bit for those of you who might be interested, as well as explain a little bit of the awesomeness of each workshop. So sit back. We have six different workshops to quickly go through. I'm going to keep this under a half an hour. You probably see right now that I managed to do it. I say that as I think, what if I don't? I will edit myself and I have a Trailblazer announcement at the very end. So let's get going and let's begin this with some highlights of testimonials from the previous workshops. Oh, I would definitely say come. I yes. would definitely say Real come. I, it, they're so down to earth and it's so helpful. They're so helpful. I mean, if you want to come out and it's your first time or you've even been out, this, these are a great group of guys to go out with. And I got to see some really nice places that I don't think I would have ever tried to hike out to myself, by myself. But being out there with a group with them, I I didn't have any fears of anything besides a cow coming over the hill or something. But that's about it. It was really great having you guys with your knowledge of the location beforehand. Because, I mean, we were able to go and I said, okay, show me the different places you guys have gone and what kind of shots you were getting. And uh, they were, you guys were right there. You were able to share even the different uh, perspectives, uh, you know, with us, with the iPad and everything. Really approachable. You ask, like, any question any number of times, they're really uh, helpful to you. And I think uh, they also made sure that uh, the itinerary is planned out pretty well. So, like, from the timing-wise, like, everything they are actually speak and span. I thought everything was, you know, pretty close to perfect which is hard to say for a photo workshop, right? Mm. (laughs) This has been an awesome trip. Wonderful bunch of guys. 
very positive, so even if we had a snafu, it all turned out well. <laughs> Here's $10. <laughs> <laughs> really can't ask for more positive reactions than that. I just love doing these. And in order to do them even better in 2020, knowing that it is going to be just myself, I really wanted to focus on a few and my favorite spots instead of what I did in 2019. So in short, in 2019, we had a workshop, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven workshops in 2019, and that's not counting those individual one-nighters that happened, so that would add on, obviously, to that, and several nights of one-night workshops. In this year, in 2020, I have six. Six main and two trailblazer. If you're coming to see Royce Bear's 2020 Nightscaper Conference, you're joining me down in Kanab, Utah. Like I said, Nightscape, the North Rim is going to be sold out by the time a lot of you hear this, but Toadstool Hoodoo, seven more spots if you're interested in going out there on May 22nd. It is 250 for that, it's snacks and drinks included on site. So like I'll bring some cliff bars and jerky and stuff so that everyone's not gonna starve out there and have water and Gatorades, but just mostly personal instruction of the camera, critique sessions and hanging out and doing some cool adventuring right there on the rim or over in Toadstool Hoodoos. The adventure that's after that is immediately after Nightscaper Conference. We will leave the Nightscaper Conference on the 23rd and begin our first night of Milky Way the 23rd of May. And that's at Escalante, Utah. It's just an hour or so drive. I think, what, like an hour and a half, two hours, just to get up and around and into Escalante. And there are two spots left. That workshop has the famous awesome Devil's Garden where you get 10-plus compositions. We have... Four nights to make sure you get a great night at Devil's Garden. And I will make sure you get it because it's one of my favorite places on earth with a lot of really cool tall pillars of rock plus a little arch here and a little arch and a big arch and then just really interesting compositions with a beautiful dark sky. The next night we go down to Dance Hall Rock and Dance Hall Rock has that really cool tree in the hole that's growing out of it. We light paint from inside the hole and then some of us have light painted the terrain around it and sometimes we've left it dark. It's really interesting to see that bright hole in the rock with a tree growing out of it underneath the Milky Way and in May you get a full panorama. So it's fantastic time for that. Following night, Sunset Arch, it is a hike. There will be a mile hike for Dance Hall Rock, which is very easy. It's a, it's a walk. But the hike out to Sunset Arch is a hike. It's all downhill to get to the arch and all uphill on the way back. If you can handle walking on sand and weaving around bushes, you'll be fine here. Absolutely easy hike. Just plenty tiring, tire, plenty tiring on the way back. And we do it around two or three in the morning. So that part is the worst of all that workshop. Our fourth night typically is up at Fairyland Point, And it's a fantastic bonus area that's outside of the Bryce Canyon National Park. It's not in the National Park. It's in a cool area just outside. And you can check the website and see what those pictures look like. After May, just keep these things simple, I'm trying to do just one workshop a month. And the only month that I add two in is because of the opportunity for panorama. The panorama is way too cool to ignore. And at the end of June into July, the panorama is kind of high. The arch of the Milky Way is too high in the sky. It's not great for panoramas. And so we don't do them after July. So we, our last possible chance for a panorama, I didn't want to miss out on it. And especially... <sighs> 
If you listen to the podcast for a long time, you know how transcendent it was to be out there with a puddle in salt flats, having it be large enough a puddle to stand on and have everywhere in the frame completely a mere reflection of the sky. And I'm standing in it with like one inches of water, only one inch. So now I'm not really disturbing the water all that much. I'm able to stand on top of it. It was crazy cool to stand on a mere reflection of the Milky Way above you. So I look down at my feet and I can see the core of the Milky Way. It was mind-bogglingly awesome. It was just transcendent. It was transcendent to stand in the sky for the Milky Way shot. It it was so cool. If you guys want to join me on a one-night workshop, you're here local in Utah and you wanted to always come out with me on a workshop, but you couldn't really afford a larger one and you didn't want to go to a four-night one, didn't want to take off work, this one is June 18th and 19th. That's Thursday and Friday. And so it's a one-night workshop. You can come to both nights if you want, but we're going to the same location both nights. So it's up to you whether you want to buy it twice. But just come for one night and enjoy that Milky Way panorama reflecting in the water. Oh, if we can get all the confluence of conditions to work together where it's actually clear, it's actually dry enough that we can drive out. And then in this section, I have no doubt, if it's dry enough to drive out in June, I have no doubt that there'll be water in a spot that we can find and make this work. So come out with me to Salt Flats. It's going to be fantastic. If we can get a group of 10, there's openings for 10, 10 people to join me. A whole 10 group plus myself in this 11-person uh, selfie out there having a picture of the group with the mirror reflection showing all of our silhouettes that's going to look really cool and i'm excited for that we wanted to do it this year but when i came back from my crater lake workshop it still was too wet and you could not drive off of the bonneville speedway road so you couldn't get out into the salt flats if in fact it's still too wet you can still get a reflection right off the front there but it tends to be more windy and the water's moving more so you'll get a reflection but just not quite that perfect still mirror that i got lucky with in june of 2018. So after that, immediately after that, the Crater Lake and Oregon Coast workshop begins. In 2018, I had two separate workshops. I had Crater Lake and Oregon Coast plus another Oregon Coast. I'm not going to be able to fit all of that in in 2020. So if you wanted to see the Oregon Coast with the Milky Way or Crater Lake, there's one opportunity only, and that's June 22nd through 26th. And so Crater Lake and Oregon Coast... One of my favorite places ever. This is why I go there three times a year. Next year, I'll probably only be there twice because of this change, and I'm, I'm a little bit bummed about that. But Crater Lake, beautiful location, a Milky Way that is clearer than anywhere else. As you're so high up, the altitude makes it nice and crisp in the sky, and the cold really helps keep it really high clarity. Just this low, there's low turbulence in the sky. The wind is typically bad before sunset and at sunset but then it dies down and then just just giant caldera with a giant panorama above it is a really cool experience and after two nights of crater lake we drive into brookings and go there for a milky way off a of secret beach and then up to bandon for a milky way off of bandon at face rock viewpoint Really, one of my favorite places on earth. Absolutely. After I leave Utah, my second favorite place is Oregon. So Oregon, can't wait to be back out there. We have three spots left on the Crater Lake Oregon Coast Workshops. So if you wanted to come out for that, now's the time to register because that's our last chance. Leaving June leaves us with July and August for the best opportunities of Milky Way left for the year. July 20th through 24th is our new moon to 
week, the good week that we can do it before the holiday really gets crazy on the 24th. And we like to go to Southern Utah during the week so we can have easy hotels and easy access to all of our locations. There is a new place that we're going on this Southern Utah workshop that we haven't gone yet. Uh, those of us, those of you who join me this year, the 2019 year for the Southern Utah workshop, we did do a sunrise out there. So you know the spot I'm thinking of. It's fantastic. It's it's gorgeous. If you've seen Brad Goldpaint's photo that he won Astronomy Photographer of the Year for 2018. That is the place. We are doing Milky Way from that viewpoint, as well as Goblin Valley and Natural Bridges National Monument. The fourth night will be a bonus night. It may be one of the places that had bad weather. We'll get back out to it or just whatever we, wherever we want to go in the southern Utah area. Uh, it's just so many options. So beautiful. I mean, it's Factory Butte. We can go to Goosenecks. We can do views of Monument Valley. We can't go into Monument Valley, but we can do views of Monument Valley from the distance. Uh, there's really cool areas like the, uh, oh, what is it? The gods, the uh, gods, the Valley of the Gods. That's an area right there that we can go to options galore in the Southern Utah workshop. So there's nothing really to think about as, uh, what if we can't, oh, there's just so many cool things to see. One thing that I should mention, as this is the last Milky Way workshop of 2020, I want to emphasize the Milky Way workshops that we do get some landscape in and the ones that we just don't. On your own, you can obviously hit up all these locations. Um, differences in the 2020 Milky Way workshops is that I'm only myself. I don't have two drivers now without Brendan, and so I'm not going to be able to accommodate people in two rental vehicles and drive everyone. So these workshops are going to be on your own. You get yourself to Utah, you get yourself on location, and you know where we're going to be in our itinerary, and you really just need to show up for that. If you want to skip on the group dinner and go catch a sunrise, sunset, or as the group is going to be in most of these locations in time for sunset anyway, you can capture a sunset from there. But say you've always wanted to do sunset from this spot, it's only an hour and a half over this way, and it's easy for you to get back from Milky Way. You could do it, absolutely, it is up to you. We have our destinations that we're going for Milky Way, we have our times that the Milky Way is good, and during all these workshops we have hours of a window. Other than having the panorama change in Crater Lake, you have hours of Milky Way opportunity. So. If you want to go see other places, you absolutely can. So landscape, you can put into any of these workshops. You want to wake up for sunrise because you're crazy? Go for it. Go for it and capture sunrise and get landscape out of it while you're here. But of these workshops, the ones that I actually work it into the workshop are the Crater Lake and Oregon Coast Milky Way workshop has landscape photography, and the Southern Utah Milky Way one has landscape photography. We have areas like House on Fire Ruin that we see in the Southern Utah workshop that's landscape photography in the morning. We also have all the sunsets on the Oregon coast that we capture and sunset at the, at the rim of Crater Lake that we capture. So it's not just Milky Way. However, Escalante Salt Flats, outside of a Salt Flats sunset being out there already, we are going to be missing the sunset typically in Escalante while we drive. Well, we are going to go to Devil's Garden after the sun has set and spend our whole night there all the way up until sunrise practically. And so we don't go early to the Devil's Garden. But we do make sure we're out at the Sunset Arch and Dance Hall Rock before sunset. So you'll get a little bit of landscape photography there as well. But for the most part, the focus is Milky Way with Plan B always being landscape. So going into landscape, my absolute favorite place for landscape right now 
outside of Oregon, I got to say, okay, second, my second favorite place in the world for landscape photography, Faroe Islands. I go out to Faroe Islands in 2020 during September. We're not going to do an April one, just September. It's going to be greener than it was in April, and we're going to have that out of season, towards the bad weather, towards the cold time of year. It's going to be 50 degrees for me next week. I'll be out with Kathy and Rhonda in the Faroe Islands next week from this time I'm recording this podcast, and it's looking like it's going to be rainy a lot of the days and a lot of atmospheric stuff, but oh, that could be amazing. Faroe Islands, really cool place with fast-moving clouds. They just come and go, come and go. And you get those gaps where the light shafts come through and the atmosphere of the rain catches all the glimmer of light like a pillar of light from heaven. It is glorious, and it moves quickly, so you have to be snappy. I mean, you cannot hesitate. We will have our cameras on our laps in our car, ready to go hand-hold the shot. Bam, bam, bam. And then if we need to and we can, we'll put on our tripods and get a longer exposure shot. Ah, it's just really cool landscape, really cool place. And there are six islands that we go all over for the Faroe Islands. And that's not even counting leaving the main islands on a ferry. We're talking, we're just driving to six different islands throughout the entire Faroe Islands. So that is such a cool experience. If you like the idea of a high-paced adventure where you're just blitzing around chasing light, you'll love this. It's not going to exhaust you in the way that we're just never sleeping because I will force us to have food and I will force us to sleep unless it's Aurora and then no one's sleeping. we got Aurora going on. And so if you come, you will get rest enough, but expect during the day that we're just going nonstop. Constantly, I have my passenger in the side vehicle next to me just, uh-huh, uh-huh, that's great, Aaron. And they sleep until the next location. And that's awesome because then I can listen to podcasts and watch for the light. And then when the light's good, I'm like, let's go, 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 go. Look out there. Fun and Girl looks amazing with that light. And oy, oy, oy. Uh, so Faroe Islands will round out all of my main workshops in September. So quickly, again, the main workshops, if you're not already on the website and you're driving in your car, May 20th and 22nd, Nightscaper Conference one-nighters. May 23rd through 27th, the Escalante Workshop. June 18th and 19th, the one-nighters out at the Salt Flats. June 22nd through 26th, the Crater Lake and Oregon Coast Milky Way Workshop. July 20th through July 24th, Southern Utah Milky Way Workshop. Four nights in Escalante, four nights in Southern Utah, and four nights in Oregon. Two nights out at the Salt Flats, you can come to both. One night in North Rim, one night in Toadstool, you can come to both. It's still available, at least one more for North Rim. So those are my Milky Way workshops. September 14th through 21st, the Faroe Islands Adventure Workshop. Again, let me stress the differences here and what you can expect is included. You will have to drive. First, you'll have to fly or drive in to Utah or Oregon. Get yourself there. Then with a rental vehicle, get yourself to the locations. You need to get yourself to these spots. I will give you all of the Google Maps that you need. You're gonna have my phone, we're gonna be in contact you will have no trouble finding these locations, especially since almost every night you will be meeting me for dinner and we'll go as a group to the next location. So you're going to have no trouble finding it. If you're confident that you know exactly where it is and you want to hit something up on your way to Natural Bridges National Monument, then do it. Do it. You have the freedom. So in some ways, it's disappointing we can't drive two vehicles and, and you know bus everyone there and have all this big group fun inside vehicles. But in the other way... No one's trapped. 
because of anyone else in the group. You don't have to stay to spot too long. You don't have to miss a spot you really wanted to see. You have complete freedom to go anywhere you want, knowing that the itinerary is work tonight at Natural Bridges National Monument. Milky Way starts at 1015. See you there. That's all you have to do. And then we have awesome on-site instruction and composition work and just making sure we have a really cool Milky Way in focus and properly exposed. And that is my job and teaching. And if you ever wondered, Aaron likes to teach, but how much, how much does he take his own pictures? How much is he busy on his camera? I'm not at all. In fact, the last workshop, I was giving away lenses and tripods of my gear, and that's the only reason really why I bring it. If I bring it and no one needs me and someone wants to see how my shot's turning out, I'll actually turn on a shot. But for the most part, I don't have any new images from these locations when I go in a workshop because I'm not taking images. I'm not doing my own photography. I really am not. I'm focused on teaching you guys and going from tripod to tripod. The first night, typically, a lot of focus and exposure discussion. Second night, we reiterate that information and we go for it. By the third or fourth night, I'm kind of this floating consultant who just says, man, that looks cool. Oh, that looks cool. Ooh, that looks kind of out of focus. Let's double check that. Oh, yeah, it is out of focus. Okay, do that again. That's awesome. Yes, yes, you should try time lapse. This is how you do time lapse. Boom, 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 boom. That's it. I, I really don't focus on my own photography. I have my gear solely so that I can loan it out and also bring it out and take pictures of the group. And I usually will do a time lapse of the whole group capturing the Milky Way if I can. But often I have it and I never even turn it on because I'm too busy helping everyone else. And that is my priority and promise to you guys who join me in a workshop this year. And now, lastly, the new and absolute unique Trailblazer Adventures. Okay, what are Trailblazer Adventures and what would it be? Why would you want to come to a Trailblazer Adventure? For one, you can explore the terrain for the first time alongside with me. It's an adventure with me. There are first-time adventures that even I haven't been to that I'm going with you. Now, in some cases, like Beast Eye Badlands, I'm going to try and get out there and do a couple of the hikes so that we're not having the adventure of getting lost. But I'm not going to be able to have my great panorama Milky Way shot practicing this fall going to Beast Eye Badlands. But Beast Eye Badlands in the spring when we go in April will be perfect for panorama and we're going to experience the compositions together. So if you've ever wanted to go on a workshop where you can have an instructor available to you, someone who can help you make sure the shot is awesome, have it be the most affordable version of the workshop. I mean, look at this, $500 for Beast Eye Badlands for four nights of Milky Way workshop. The Southern Utah workshop's $1,100. That's less than half of the cost. And so it's very affordable to go because it's a trailblazer. You know, this is a workshop that if it works out very well and I just love it, like I think I'm going to, it is going to become a repeat workshop in the future. So if I go to 2021 Beast Eye Badlands in April, it's not going to be $500 per person. And so this is the most affordable way to basically have the exact same experience as you would normally in a workshop. It's just that Aaron King doesn't have a portfolio of images from there yet. And in some cases has never been there like New Zealand. I will not have a chance to go to New Zealand before we go on the Trailblazer adventure. So this is going to be an awesome way to explore a terrain that you've never been to, discover it, and find that. Maybe you'd be the first one in the group to find the great composition. It's like, hey, you know what? From this spot, it's awesome. But you know what? 
I, twi I tilted this way and I went down and look at this shot. Now everyone's in love with your composition and that's the one we teach in the future. Check out this composition you can get from here. This is my favorite. This is the one that we love doing and you can be the one to discover it with me. Also, forget schedules and following. Be an adventurer. Now, I'm gonna emphasize to everyone who comes out with these to these with me that unless you have your own vehicle, you can't just like disappear because I'm adventuring over here. You still have, you know, five other people or in the case of the B-Side Badlands, we're going with six people only. So myself plus six and New Zealand will be myself plus five. That way we can all fit in one vehicle in New Zealand and van ourselves around that place in the winter of New Zealand for hours of Milky Way. It's gonna be so cool to see Southern Hemisphere. Okay, so back to B-Side Badlands. So these Trailblazer Adventures are a chance for you to join me basically on a photog adventure, literally what the whole YouTube channel began to be, what the whole podcast began to be, where I go places and say what went well and what didn't go well. Come find out with me what doesn't go well. Come find out with me what does go well and have that camaraderie and adventure together as pioneers in an area for the first time and have fun on the most affordable and most adventurous version of these workshops. And I said New Zealand already. New Zealand is going to be a workshop I do in the future, man. If I could do this every August, if it turns out that that is the best time. Mark G told me, that from really June through September is fantastic in the winter months and to go to the Southern Island. And I'm gonna find out how true that is with August. And I can't wait seven nights out there from the 17th to the 24th. I mean, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, and okay, Monday we'll leave. Seven nights, not more. There's just seven nights of Milky Way potential out in New Zealand. So if you've ever wanted to see the Southern Hemisphere Milky Way, if you ever wanted to go in a time where you have hours of an opportunity to get ready or a time lapse where you're shooting a cool foreground and the Milky Way comes down from the top part of the frame into frame, wow, what, how weird would that look to our Northern Hemisphere eyes? Wow, we just don't understand it. it it's so unique. Having the core be giant and up in the sky that high, oh yeah. So in order to keep this under 30 minutes, I'm going to shut up about getting all excited about the Trailblazer Adventures, but those are available. You just need to email me if you're interested, and I'll give you the information that I can give you and basically say, are you interested in joining me? Let's do this. It's 500 for Beast Eye Badlands. It's 1200 for New Zealand. That 1200 is going to help us all pump, you know, pool together money for the rental. And then we're going to go out and camp and hotel, whatever we need to. Airbnb, an adventure. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So guys, if you're interested in joining me on a 2020 Milky Way adventure or a landscape adventure or a trailblazer adventure, check out workshops.photogadventures.com. The link is below. Click on it from your phone, click on it from home, click on it and talk to your wife and say, so how would you like to go to an adventure in Southern Utah? Um, I'm driving myself and because I'm driving myself and meeting at these locations, you can come with me and then you sleep while I go out and do Milky Way. Do you want to go see the cool national parks in Utah? And in the meantime, I learn how to do awesome Milky Way photography. And your wife says, yes, I do. And you get to spend the money and join me on a workshop and everyone wins. So <laughs> I don't know if that scenario will be true for any of you, but I should emphasize that because you are driving your own vehicle, if you have someone with you, absolutely, unless they join me for the workshop and are learning Milky Way photography, 
they're they're gonna have they're not gonna need to have tuition paid to be there. I can take a couple people with us in some of these locations. Some of them no, not enough space. Like for Devil's Garden, too tight in many of the compositions to have three or four hang-ons that are just watching you do it. But I have had it in the past where a spouse hangs out with him or her who's learning Milky Way photography and they're just at their tripod. They don't have their own camera. They're not turning on lights and ruining it for anybody else. And so it hasn't been a problem in the past. But you have to talk to me if you want to do that. And so it's a nice opportunity for you to do an adventure with a family member or friend who maybe isn't interested in the photography side, but still wants to do everything else with you. And we can work it out and make it fun. So check it out. Photogadventures.com. Hit on the workshops or go directly to workshops.photogadventures.com. Check it out today, and a last reminder, if you wanted North Rim, it's probably sold out by now, but check it out. It's got one spot left. If you wanted Escalante, Utah, it's probably sold out. It's got two spots left. Get it fast. And then the Crater Lake and Oregon Coast Workshop, the only one of 2020, has three spots left, so be one of those three. Otherwise, join Hudson and me in southern Utah. Join anyone else who wants to join me in the Salt Flats here from Utah. And no one has signed up for Faroe Islands yet, so join me and mystery people out in the Faroe Islands next year. So thanks, guys. Have a good one. And a new podcast is coming to you in, oh, today's Tuesday, in a day. See you tomorrow again.